Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Any idea when this podcast today, which we are recording on September the 16th, will air? I do. I have a spreadsheet. I'm just curious because I want to. I want to think about. Give me a minute. There's so face. many things going on face. in life that maybe by the time this airs, something dramatic will have happened in one of our lives that I just want to, you Keep know, stalling. touch upon. I know I'm stalling. It's okay. I, ne- I never give Daniel an update about what we're going to talk about in the bro talk section of the podcast. And yes, I just called it the bro talk section because that's what it is. It's the bro talk. I think By it's the, the way, 29th. Of September. I believe so. Oh, okay. So that's not bad. It will be beyond my 17th year anniversary, which is on the 25th of September. Booyah. Accepting gifts? No. That'd be weird. That would be weird. Congrats yeah. for being married 17, 17 years. 17 years. And I'll Great. tell you, you know, uh, they talk about the first, you know, 10 years, specifically that seventh year. And uh, I was, you know, thinking, man, this is, if I can get past that seventh year and get get into the 10th year, you know, I'll be looking good. Now I'm like 17 years. We're And we are strong. Stronger today than ever before. You guys are a good team. We're a good team, and we complement each other. I stay in my lane. I mean, when I veer out of my lane, it's ugly. Ugly. And she stays in her lane. She calls it as it is. And, yeah, it's it's a really good team, and it's taken a long time. But we're not going to do anything this year. Um, we have too many activities coming up, the swim meets. So you're going to do nothing. We're going to, well, meaning we're not going anywhere. Okay. I love to travel, as you know, but uh, we're not traveling this year. Just too much on the horizon because yeah. what I was curious about, the reason I said that is the first of two major races for me mm-hmm. is coming up mid-October. New Jersey, Atlantic City, half marathon, October 16th. Nice. And I'm not going to put my time goal out there because I am i haven't really committed to it yet. Well, we need to like put that on the walls around the office or something. Like my time goal? Yeah. No. I'm, I'm, you know. Squeamish. What's going on? Well, because I don't know. I'm not going to set a time goal unless I know it's achievable. I can do, I did five uh, miles this morning at that pace that I'm, that I'm contemplating shooting for. But I'm not going to lie. I was dying at the fifth mile. It was ugly. I had to tune on the Rocky, you know. Let me tell you something. Cool. Life isn't all sunshine and butterflies or whatever it is. We talk about that in the tribe a lot. Speaking of the tribe, Facebook DIY tribe on fire. Uh, I haven't dropped a lot of content there lately, but I got a lot. There's been a lot going on, but I'll get back into that for the Q4 because Q4 is where it's at. You know, you're rounding the you're rounding the third, and you're coming for home and the year, and you know goals, objectives, etc. What else is going on in social? The world of social. I mean, we're blowing it up with videos. Blowing it up with videos. Instagram climbing. Are we at the ten thousand mark yet? Negative. Where are we at there? About we're 4, rounding 000. four thousand. Okay, soon. Well, by the time this releases, we'll probably be at four thousand. Friends, family, come on, get them on the Insta. Create some new accounts. Any? <laughs> yeah. Just 
Why don't we do that? I don't know. Because we like uh, to be genuine. There we go. All right. Let's roll into our question. We got a good one today from a, a young lady who obviously has it together. Uh, so I'm not sure what we're going to add to this question. I'm not sure but, why she's asking us. Uh, yeah, but it's a great question. Alexandra? Alexandra, is that right? Sure. Alexandra, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hi, guys. My name is Alexandra. I'm 26 years old, and I live in a suburb of Washington, D.C. I feel really comfortable with my finances right now and need some help on where to go from here. I'm in a stable job that I enjoy, and I make about $65,000 a year, and I'll likely be able to make $100,000 or close to by the time I'm 30. I have no debt. I'm not married and I don't have children, but I plan to have a family in the future, so I really want to invest as much as I can while I have the money to. I have six months of living expenses and a high-yield savings account, a few thousand put away in a bank savings account as a sinking fund. I've been able to max out my Roth IRA the past couple years, and I contribute 10% to my 401k, and my company contributes 3%. I can afford to invest an additional two to $300 per month, and I've been doing some research on ETFs and index funds, but I don't really know where to start. My Roth IRA and 401k are all invested in target date funds. Should I invest some of the money in those accounts into index funds or ETFs? Do I need to open another account to do that? I could really use your advice on where and how to invest my money in the smartest way. Thanks so much. Awesome. Wow. It's like on the Beatle. Yeah. She's on wow. the DIY money plan. On the DIY money plan. Someone, someone has invested in her financial acumen. Um, my guess is it was spoken about around the table, uh, infused maybe in the family. Um, I mean, just unbelievable. So rough numbers. I'll let you, I, I'm actually going to let you answer that question. Which one? The, There's like, multiple. Well, the question of where to invest, et cetera. Hmm. I'm going to let you handle all that stuff. But I'm going to. What are you going to do? I'm going to applaud her and run some numbers because okay. this is awesome. Well, you give her a pat on the back and then I'll like give the content. Yeah. that's No, this is going to be good. Okay. Uh, so let me build it up and then I'll share with you. Roth contribution, she maxes out mm-hmm. $6,000 a year. Correct? She says she puts in 10% of her uh, income. She's making $65,000 a year, Mm -hmm. so that's $6,500 a year. Her employer puts in 3%, so that's another $19,50 a year. So right Mm -hmm. now we're at $6,000, and $1,950 a year going into retirement savings. She talked about having another $200 to $300 a month for general investing. So let's just say $2,400 a year for that. So that'd be the $200 a month. So we're going to add all that up and we're going to say that she is putting in $16,850 a year towards her retirement and future at 26 years of age. And already has a six month savings. Yeah, I'm not going to worry about that. That's impressive. It is amazing. So let's say... She had nothing invested today. I've got my future value calculator out. Oh, fancy. Yep. If you were interested, it's on YouTube. Uh, not the calculator, but just me punching in the numbers. Uh, but she's. I'm going to say she has nothing starting, like zero. So, mm-hmm. so she already said she's been able to max out that Roth. So no, let's not do that. Let's let's. So how many years do you think she's been able to max out the Roth? Three years? Two years? What do you think? Let's go Throw three. Why three not? years. All right. So we got 18000 as a starting balance. She probably has some 401k, et cetera, but let's just go with that. P 
periodic additions on an annual basis, we're going to do 16,850. She's 26. So let's run this out till she's 50. All right. Just 50. So, I mean, theoretically, it'd be 59 for retirement, 5960 for retirement. Let's just go. Let's just go 50. All right. So ultimately, that's what? Another 24 years, Mm -hmm. right? 24 years if she's able to do this. And oh, by the way, I didn't factor in if she starts making the 100 G's she talks about. So what kind of rate of return you want to give her just to be, you know, methodical? What do you think? Uh, She's investing pretty, let's, I don't know, seven and a half percent. Why do you have to use a half? Why not? I don't know. I like round numbers. It does half, but okay. Seven and a half percent return. All right. Starting balance, 18,000, which is Mm -hmm. probably low. Periodic addition, 16,850 for 24 years. Any guess? No. $1.1 million by the time you're 50, including no more additions. Can we take that out uh, to 60? Uh, so that would be 34 years? Yeah. Oh, you just want to get cray-cray and show how well, amazing the compounding, compounding there interest is? For the next 10 years, it's going to be like amazing. like a hockey stick? Yeah. 34 years from now, mm-hmm. $2.6 million. Great. Now, let's think about that mm-hmm. in terms of income, because this is what I like to do for folks kind of working backwards, back of the envelope, and I know it's not complete CFPP type stuff, Sure. but if we had a $2.6 million fund and she was able to generate 5% on that, again, that's that's a lot, but never know where interest rates are going to be in 34 <laughs> years, that's $130,000 income from her investments. Mm-hmm. Now, let me, for those I lost, let me share with you all that we did. We took what she's doing right now, no changes whatsoever. We put it out till age 60. And then we said, what if she withdrew 5% of that amount every year mm-hmm. for the rest of her life? She has set herself up to have a $130,000 income stream at the age of 60. Holy jackpot. Exactly, Robin. I told you I was going to answer no questions. I was just going to basically share how amazing that path is. Amazing. Great. Okay, go. Astute using of the calculator. Thank you very much. I really like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so the basic premise of the question was uh, with the two to $300 extra a month, where sort of to invest that? And she threw out uh, index funds and ETFs, I believe the question said. Um, which inherently there's a lot of overlap there. Uh, so index funds are any fund that invests in an index. So like the S and P 500, uh, the Dow Jones, there's a multitude of other indices in which is the plural. I always think it's indices. And then I hear people say indexes. So I'm just going to say indices. Indices. I like it. It sounds more uh, intelligent too, like index and then indices. Indexes. And I don't like that. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. Nobody in the know. Mm. I don't know. It's like when you say finance. Yeah. Like, I'm in finance. 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 Interesting. <laughs> Instead of finance. Finance. Come on. Here we go. Keep Moving going. Moving on. So an index fund is anything that invests in an index. That could actually be a mutual fund, or it could be an ETF, which is also a fund. An electronically traded fund is what ETF stands for. They're actually pretty similar. So an ETF trades throughout the day. You can buy it in share counts, though some places now do allow you to buy it in dollar amounts. A mutual fund, you can also buy in share amounts or dollar amounts. 
They trade at the end of the day. So you get one price at the end of the day. For most people, that's not going to make much of a difference. Uh, so really, for all intents and purposes, they're pretty similar. Now, if you're investing in a taxable account, an ETF is slightly more tax efficient for those that are concerned about paying the least possible amount of taxes on their investments. You can also pick and choose what tax lots you can sell on those a little bit easier depending on how your account is set up. That's kind of getting into the weeds on a little bit of that. So when you're looking at this individual account, which is what you're investing in. So if you don't want to invest for just retirement anymore, if you just want to invest for long-term goals, you stay away at this point from the Roth IRA, the 401k, just chucking more money into those and focus on what's called a taxable account. It's just an investing account that's similar to your bank account, except instead of just putting cash in it, you're actually putting investments in it. The upside to that is it's available anytime between now and forever, really. It's just very available assets that you can invest. You can open it up. You can invest in a target date fund. You can invest in the S&P 500 fund. Really, whatever matches your goal time horizon. If you don't have a goal time horizon, you can pretty much invest in whatever makes sense to you, which might just be the total stock market. Only thing I want to add there, she mentioned not owning a home, mm-hmm. but setting up to you know own a home, potentially have a family in the future and so forth. Yep. So that's introducing a new set of goals. Mm-hmm. And I think that, Alexandra, you, you want to take a maybe a look at previous podcasts we've done where we talk about saving for those goals that are within the next you know, five, 10 years, et cetera. Now, if you have another plan for the down payment, which she didn't mention, but she may. She mm-hmm. may have another plan that's already set up for a down payment. Then you don't have to kind of worry about that. You've already set that up, and maybe this two or $300 is extra. Yep. So I think if it's if it's extra and you're looking for investing, again, I, I mean, you didn't you didn't tell her which one. I know we can't tell her which one. but Well, yeah, we can't tell her what to invest in. If it were me, I would just stick with the index funds, mutual funds. It's simple. Like you just get an index mutual fund, you buy it, you put it on automatic, you know, um, uh, rebalancing, uh, not rebalancing, dividend, dividend reinvestment, and you forget about it. Yeah. And most major brokerages, uh, so not Robinhood, they're not what's considered a major brokerage. They're uh, more of an, an app or a smaller brokerage, but major brokerages, which would be uh, Schwab, uh, Fidelity, TD Ameritrade is now Schwab mostly, um, but they have their own sort of S and P 500 index fund things like that. Vanguard uh, is in there too. Um, so regardless of where you are, you can kind of find uh, a S and P 500 or a total stock market. I wonder Those what the she has in her Roth. I wonder what I she's she doing said in her Roth. Funds. Oh, is that what she said in her yeah. Roth? Oh, okay. Which you could pick that. It, so the difference between a, a total stock market. A total U.S. stock market and a target date index fund that has a far enough date, like 2060, 2065. I don't know if there's any 2070s out yet. Um, The only real difference between those two is the target date fund is going to have total stock market in it, but it's also going to allocate to global markets. So you're going to have some international, some emerging markets, potentially some real estate, and you might have a very small portion, 5 to 8% in in some bond funds, just to give you diversification. So if you don't want to invest in just the total stock market, you can do a target date fund in your in just your general investing account. And uh, you can actually shorten that date. If you want it to be for you know a 10-year goal, you can kind of shorten that date from the 2060-2065 to the, I don't know, 2030 fund. Uh, just know that those will probably be a little bit more aggressive than typical a 10-year goal time horizon would be because they're made for you're retiring at 2030 and then having 30 years that you're going to use that fund, not like you're 
have a goal at 2030 and all of a sudden just going to have cash. So it's a great question, Alexandra. Hopefully we shed some light on your situation. Keep up the great work. I should be president or something. And uh, obviously we'll send you your $25 Amazon gift card. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty darn simple. Live on less than you make. That's the hard part, really. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.